What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Good morning. Uh, healthy alive. Yeah, doing well. You know, I know to I know that today is our uh, is our digital dark age usual usual thing. So I mean, I, I get it. But I, honestly, I, I'm a little I'm a little upset today. So I hope that we don't drift too bad this afternoon because I got a lot on my chest. I'd like to get off of it. I, I'm going to try my best to stay on topic today, but uh, no promises. A- anyway, however, let's talk a little election stuff. Joe Biden was due to give a rally in what they're saying is uh, uh, almost well, Biden pretty much has Texas locked up, right? According to the polls and and all the media and everything. It's yeah. 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 You, you shouldn't even bother to come out and vote. Um, in, in Texas, because well, clearly uh, B- Biden's already won Texas. I mean, you yeah. don't you don't even need yeah. to bother to come out and, and vote in Texas uh, unless you're actually Joe Biden in the state of Texas in your campaign tour bus that you're going to give a campaign rally to with probably no one there other than the teleprompter. I would say because I mean, have you noticed that the cameras are not panning around now? You, you notice you always get like the podium shot of, of Biden. You don't get anything else. You don't get the crowds. They're not showing the crowds because there are no crowds. There are no crowds. Yeah, I saw I saw a camera pan around again yesterday. There were a handful of people there and a giant teleprompter, like like a big 90 inch teleprompter up there on the uh, on the wall that he's reading from. That that's what this is. I, I, it, it's a it's I a show bad for the guy. I mean, I, I kind of feel bad for the guy, too, in a way. But at the same time, I'm a man of of law and order and justice. And, and I want the guy to um, I want the guy to stand trial if he's mentally sound, if he's mentally able to stand trial. I want him to stand trial. But side issue, he didn't make it to that rally, did he? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, he was uh, he was escorted out. Uh, I believe he was on the way to Austin on I-35 when a Trump train if you will, well, a bunch Austin's a convoy a, of Trump supporters. Austin's a liberal stronghold. Austin is blue, but uh, they intercepted his bus and they escorted him out. Uh, basically, all they did was they surrounded the the bus in the in the trucks and on the road and and yeah, let him out. Essentially, more than likely, it was probably because they did this. More than likely, it was probably his security saying, uh, "Yeah, we should not." stick around and they're probably going to push something about Trump supporters assaulted Biden or some such about, you know, something on those lines. And uh, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know what the media is going to report on this one. Obviously, this is a local local paper that's talking about this. So but there, there's a lot of uh, a lot of video from Twitter showing uh, showing the interaction. All they did is they yeah, that's all they did is just surround the bus. And they escorted him out. Somebody actually just sent me that story. Now, as we're sitting here talking about it, somebody literally just sent me that story. Uh, it says, um, uh, th- this is the actual quote from the uh, the post. It says, uh, hell yes, we're friendly folks in Texas, but when you aren't welcome, 
we'll gladly escort you out of here. Mi casa no es tu casa. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Protect yourself from harmful radiations as they're escorting the Biden-Harris bus out of town. You know, Trump I, retweeted I heard, it saying he loves Texas. You know, I I listened to an interview today with Ted Nugent, right? You know who Ted Nugent is, the uh, the, the guy, you know, he's rock star, NRA board member and, and all around uh, American icon, Ted Nugent. And he said, yeah, and I'm not I hate I hate taking this stance. But uh, he said, if you vote for Joe Biden or a Kamala Harris, if you vote for these people, what do you actually think of America? What is your admiration for anything American? It can't be anything if you're voting for these people. Now, I, I know some people that are, shall we say, a little misguided. Now, look, I, I voted for Democrats in the past. Hell, Democrats that, that have uh, run have been friends of the family, you know, that have, that have spent a lot of years in politics, decades in politics. They've been Democrats. And I've supported them because, yeah, we disagreed on social policies and, and you know, how to fund things and things of that nature. But they didn't hate the country. They didn't hate law and order. They didn't hate everything that we stood for. They didn't hate the founding of the nation. I mean, we still had barbecues together. We still watched football together. We still said the same Pledge of Allegiance. We said uh, we sang the same national anthem side by side. We appreciated where we came from. The ones that are in the party now do none of that. They do none of that. Yes, they give rah-rah speeches and everything there in front of American flags, but that's all for show. That, that's all for show. The things that they preach, they don't actually believe. Now, that's up to you, though, to make that determination. But when I hear these people, I mean, I, I can spot these people and what they're talking about a mile away. All you have to do is take a very shorthanded look. Doesn't even have to be detailed. Doesn't have to involve a whole lot of effort, really. Just look at a short view of modern history. Just look at the last hundred years. You don't have to go too deep into it. And you can see who these people are and you can see what they represent. But I'm getting off on a tangent here. Go ahead. So just a, a quick, since we're, we're talking a little bit of election, there, a little bit of anecdotal data in the process of, of uh, house hunting, looking around, we're not actually seeing a lot of uh, Trump signs out here. Um, I meant to ask you that. We're How seeing a hunting? lot of, yeah, it's going well. Yeah. Doing a few showings and whatnot, which is pain in the rear when you have cats and a dog. But and COVID and COVID. Yeah. Well, are you social I mean, distancing at the house showings or are you wearing uh, masks? No, 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 no. Like even even the real estate agents and everything like nobody's it, it's not it's life is normal here, more or less. The, the only well, thing that's not normal is when you go to like a store or a restaurant. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, you told us what happened to a uh, what was it, a, a, a mayor or the, the, the mayor or the city council person that, council, that proposed yeah, think, council yeah. that proposed the idea. Mm -hmm. you, I mean, just proposing it within the first hour, yeah. what happened to them, you know? So, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it, you know, it, they're, they're a little more aggressive out here, shall we say. But um, we're, we're actually seeing, I, I, I noticed it here the other day, um, I'm seeing quite a few Biden signs. And I legit want to knock on their door and just ask them, what policy, what is it about the Biden campaign that that you're gravitated to? What is it that interests you about the Biden campaign? And I will not accept the answer because it's not Trump. I, I, I won't accept that answer. You have to give me a policy uh, reason. The only thing that I've seen so far in talking to people is that's it. It's just, it's not Trump. I don't like Trump. I don't, I can't stand his tweeting. I can't blah, blah, blah. It's nothing about, oh, I, I support the Biden campaign because of X, Y, and Z. I, I, I don't see that. Honestly, I think it's, I think the media has a lot to play in that because people are of the opinion that if they just get rid of Trump, then life's going to go back as normal. 
that that's honestly what people are are thinking. I I believe. I believe. It's, that's it's not. That's my take. No, it's not. No, it's it, of course it's not. Any submission to what we see now, all that does is get you further into it. That's all it does. It, there's no backpedaling. Mm-hmm. There there's no. How, how do I put this? They've given us a a problem to which there is no solution. That's the issue here. I mean, that's that's the bigger problem. Anyway, uh, speaking of a problem and no solution, AOC. Okay, this is a problem with no solution. Okay, AOC. Yeah, yeah. She says, "Drink water and don't be racist." I, I can't think of a more inspiring phrase for advice to somebody is, is to drink water and don't be racist. Representative Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is firing back conservatives online who criticized her this week for wearing designer clothing in a photo shoot for the December issue of Vanity Fair. Now, okay, she made it on the cover of Vanity Fair. Of course, you know, she's a she's an up and coming. She's the rising star. She's the she's honestly the passing of the torch. Bernie Sanders to her at the DNC when she nominated Bernie Sanders. Of course, she had to to get the issues of his on the ticket. So that's how the process works. That's the passing of the torch. She is to now take over the movement. She's young. She's vibrant. She's got uh, the, the wound up loonies, the, the progressives out of the colleges, fresh out of the universities on board with it. So she's one of the wound up progressive lunatics that we're just going to have to deal with for God only knows up to this point, depending on how things go in the future. But in the latest issue for which the New York Congresswoman is a cover star. See, everything about this is is making them into icons, into idols, right? Ocasio-Cortez dons designer clothing for the cover, as is custom, and an additional photo is taken for the issue. Okay. I mean, it's a vanity fair, right? It's, it's, it's vanity fair. So, of course, you want her looking good and, and all kinds of stuff on the of co- the cover, right? You want anybody to do that. Sure. 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 So, um, mm. the, the thing is, is the online backlash is coming from the photo shoot because people are calling her out over her expensive clothing and they accused her of, of being hypocritical given her progressive platform. So, I mean, she's but see, she's down with the people. She's all about the poor, the minority, yeah, right. the oppressed, the indigenous people, uh, the people of color, yeah. the, the, the marginalized communities. Right. She fights for those communities in her rhetoric. Right. She, she fights for those communities. Uh, but to put it in perspective, um, how how connected to the, the average person that she is, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I look around my room and even with all the, the equipment that we're using and all this stuff and my clothes, my furniture, all that stuff, if I added all of it up, it does not equal $14,000. I mean, I, to be – she, I'm, I'm sure that – I'm sure that that was just something, some old thing they just had laying around. I mean, that's all the outfit that she was wearing was worth. And, and to be fair, right, that, right. that was not the only outfit she was wearing for the issue, right? She, she donned other outfits, as they said, in, in the issue itself. So, I mean, the, but the one on the cover, it, that that was only 14000 Wasn't it like 40000 altogether between all the outfits or some somewhere in there? I thought I read that. Maybe, maybe I'm misremembering and it was 14,000. Uh, Nonetheless. I'm not sure, but the, I, I know that the one outfit was was $14,000, uh, but she yeah. she responded to this. She, she responded. She mm-hmm. says, listen, if Republicans want pointers on looking your best, I'm happy to share it. Tip number one, drink water and don't be racist. She says that the Republicans are very mad about her appearance. Again, I think the last time she was wearing, what was it, like $6,000 shoes or something? $6,000 heels or whatever it was. Uh, this time they're mad that I look good in borrowed clothes. See, she, see, Bruce, she borrowed uh, that outfit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She borrowed mm-hmm. that outfit, right? It was one that they supplied to her 
when she, of course, I mean, to, in all fairness, I mean, it looks like it fits her perfectly when she's there. I mean, on, on the cover. So, I, I mean, it must have just been something, some old thing they just had laying around there. Honestly, my 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 issue with it is just on principle. Um, if you're if you're for um, you know pointing out people's suffrage and how everything the the um, inequality and blah 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 whatever the nonsense she spews. If uh-huh. you're all for that then would you not turn down this because just on the just just what it looks like just because of the imagery right mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and i'm not i'm not referencing the photos themselves but just you know the i i, I it's the principle hypocrite. of the whole thing yeah it's the it's the principle it's the, the principle thing. yeah uh, i mean she looks nice in the suit she you know nice photos well done uh, photography blah 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 i'm all for it the problem is is you're not a capitalist you're not a free marketeer you're a I socialist I don't think other than the one job she had, I'm not sure she's ever signed a paycheck. Right. So my 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 whole issue with it is you're a socialist. You want the government to control all this. You're going to be one of the elite. That's where I have the problem. You're going to tell all of us we can't have anything. And you're going to be one of the elite strolling around in $14,000 suits and $6,000 shoes. And the rest of us are going to be in our gray suits. And yeah, well. In her words, right, in, her, in her defense, right, this is her quote uh, to the New York Post on The View, I might add. She said that um, the New York Post, when they criticized her earlier this year for the shoes thing, right, for, for the shoes um, and, and a designer dress she was wearing as well uh, during an appearance. Um, she said that the New York Post was, quote, just mad that you can't look good fighting for working families. Hmm. Actually, um you know, again, it's all about principle. Uh, the, the other, the other thing I have issue with is, uh, so am I racist because I enjoy a good cup of tea? I don't know, Bruce. You're supposed to drink water. I mean, I, I, I don't even know where she pulled that one out. Like, I'm not sure. It, it, I, it, that makes no sense. So, so you like tea? You like milk? You like anything else? Well, no, you can't do you can't do milk. Milk's a drink of white supremacists. You can't. Well, you can't white, have that. yeah, white, white. What what if it's chocolate milk? Well, I, I'm not sure, but you, I know that I know that there's milk in there and there's cauliflower too. You sure. can't cauliflower represents like <laughs> yeah, colonialism cauliflower, or something. Yeah. She said, yeah, colonial yeah. cauliflower or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Well, you, you can't have broccoli or anything green either because then that's that's you're, you're you're taking the culture of aliens. So broccoli, yeah, it's green. Aliens green, you know, green men. Oh, 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 I got you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cultural so so what, what should we do about the, yeah. yeah, what what should we do about the, the moon cheese then? <laughs> they say the moon's made of green cheese, right? So I just, just yeah. thought I'd throw that one out there. Anyway. All right. Speaking of the moon, uh, <laughs> odd segue. Speaking of the moon, NASA's new rocket would be the most powerful ever, but it has some of the software officials worried. NASA's newest moon rocket is powered not only by four RS-25 engines combined to unleash Listen to this. Two million pounds of thrust. That's a lot of thrust, isn't it, Bruce? (laughs) That's a lot of thrust. Two million pounds of thrust. That is a serious rocket. But is it it, are they saying it's most powerful currently or the most powerful? Powerful ever. Most powerful ever. I'm pretty sure uh, uh, Starship is going to completely trounce right. on that they, with they're supposed to have engines yeah something like yeah those those raptors or whatever they are uh they said that um two million pounds of thrust by two solid fuel side boosters that burn six tons of propellant a second at such enormous temperatures that during a recent test fire in the utah desert the flames turned the sand to glass that is a lot of uh a lot of force uh that's pretty cool, actually. It says when it launches, NASA's Space Launch System rocket, a towering 322 feet, 
will be taller than the Statue of Liberty. It would be the most powerful rocket ever flown, eclipsing both the Saturn V that flew astronauts to the moon and SpaceX's Falcon Heavy, which has launched commercial mm-hmm. and national security satellites. And yeah, okay, we know what the Falcon is. Which yeah. the Falcon is, is supposed to be like the, the most powerful at the current time in use, right? Right. The Falcon Heavy is the most powerful currently in use, whereas the Starship is uh, just shy of 400 feet tall. And uh, it will be, let's see, the diameter is 30 feet. Uh, if you prefer the, the, the metric units, uh, it's 120 meters tall and nine meters in diameter. Payload is uh, 100 tons. It looks like 100 plus tons. Apparently, I can't look at any other metrics because the web page isn't working. Well, NASA is saying that the uh, the move toward the uh, SLS, what, where, where do they come up with these names? Space Launch System? Couldn't you guys come up with something? More? Yeah. Tell me that wasn't a boring government bureaucracy that came up with that. Six eggheads sitting in a room around a table somewhere and a pot of coffee came up with that. Look, at least Elon Musk comes up with, ba- in his words, badass names, right? So yeah, he, yeah. I mean, he comes up with some stuff, right? Like I was watching him talk about the Cybertruck once and he was driving around with Jay Leno and he says, yeah, we've got bulletproof glass on the on the windows. And he says, OK, so he says and, and we have bulletproof doors. He says, well, why do I want it to be bulletproof? He goes, well, that's badass, right? And he says, don't you want it to be bulletproof? And he says, well, not not until you mention it. But now, yes, I do. I do want it to be bulletproof. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. but anyway, Musk comes up with some some interesting names, but. The SLS first flight uh, will be putting the Orion spacecraft in orbit around the moon. When's that due to launch? Did, weren't weren't you talking about that recently? The Orion uh, spacecraft. I was talking about uh, Osiris. Osiris, that was it. Osiris. The uh, the uh, it's on its way back now. Um, it's not the rocket's engines that concern officials, but the software that will control everything the rocket does. You're trying to tell me that we have access to the. F- most advanced software in the world, and you guys can't figure this one out? That doesn't make much sense. Uh, from setting its trajectory to opening individual valves to open and close. Okay. Uh, computing power has become, criti- or become as critical to rockets as the brute force that lifts them out of the Earth's atmosphere, especially rockets like the SLS, which is really an amalgamation of parts built by a variety of manufacturers. Boeing builds the rocket's core stage. This is interesting. It's a it's quite a process. Uh, the main part of the vehicle, Lockheed Martin builds the Orion spacecraft, Aerojet Rocketdyne and Northrop Grumman are responsible for the RS-25 engines and the side boosters, respectively. <laughs> this is a this is a government logistics supply line as all this is. It's a contractor's dream. Uh, and the United Launch Alliance handles the upper stage. All of those components need work. Need, or excuse me. All of those components need to work together for a mission to be successful. But NASA's Aerospace Safety Advisory Panel, or ASAP, I love how they come up with these, recently said that it was concerned about the disjointed way the complicated system was being developed and tested. Well, it sounds to me like you've got too much of a bloated bureaucracy dealing with the thing. Get one group in there to deal with it and get it sorted out. That that's just my take. But what do I know? I was uh, so I went in the process of trying to find the measurements on that thruster, you know, the RS-25. I wanted to see what the thrust and all that stuff was to compare thrust. uh, Did it tell you what the thrust was in the article? Is it of the newest one, the new rocket? The yeah, the RS-25, the which, Uh, by the way, they're not. Yes. Combined. The the engines aren't new, by the way. Yeah. I didn't think so. It sounded familiar. Combined, they will unleash Two million pounds of thrust. Okay, so uh, two million pounds, blah blah blah. I'd have to. But it will be released by. Okay, so 
it'll be four RS-25 engines and two solid fuel side boosters that will burn six tons of propellant a second. I have to figure the blah, blah, And that's not very, you know, I hate to get all green on you here, but that's not very fuel efficient, is it? Well, I I was comparing because the uh, SpaceX's Raptor thrust is uh, two million newtons or 440, looks like, uh, I don't know what KLBF is, like kilograms. Uh, You're getting way over my head here. Uh, Let me me see what that is here. I'm I'm guessing it's uh, essentially pounds of thrust. Okay. But in kilograms, I think is what it means. Why, can't, why why can't you guys just use freaking freedom units not not not, not none of this uh well, enslaved metrics system, everything in know? the scientific world's in metrics so that's just <laughs> I know. The way that it is everything yeah, in military yeah. is in metrics so yeah. uh, every, mostly everything in law enforcement's in metrics as well but uh, the first launch for this is going to be scheduled for late 2021 uh, NASA administrator Jim uh, Bridenstine, I believe is how you say his name. I, I know who it is. If you were to put him up on screen, I know exactly who the guy is. Said that all of the elements that we need for a successful 2024 moon landing are underway as part of the agency's Artemis program. And we're moving rapidly to achieve that goal. Uh, a dramatic White House ordered acceleration of the, orig- uh, the original timetable that foresaw a moon landing in 2028. And they're moving ahead with a lot of this uh, advance into, uh, look, we, we need to stop all this nonsense we got going on here on the ground and we need to get into space, right? That's where the future is. That's what the fight here is all about. You, you've got an out of control, corrupt elite that are trying to arrest human development and innovation, and they're trying to stifle everything. We need to get off of this rock. Our future's out there. It's not here. Right. I, I will say that with with all conviction. Our future is out there. It's up there. If you want to call it that. That's our future. That's our destiny. Not this. Not this. Not not sitting here arguing and fighting and dealing over ideologies and monetary systems, and all that stuff. We got to put all that crap aside. It's time to move on. That's so last century, to use an analogy of uh, of a woke person. Right. That's that's so last century. It's time to move on and it's time to get ahead of ourselves. So we'll deal with the rest of this problem as it comes to us. But um for all intents and purposes, we need to get into space. Just real quick, the uh, looking at SpaceX's Raptor versus this uh, RS-25, uh, the Raptor is about half the weight and half the size, but giving the same thrust, more or less. Um, it, that, that looks like it's about the, the thrust to weight ratio is 200, whereas thrust to weight uh, for the uh, RS-25 is 73.1. So, bit of a difference there. Little, little, little bit of a difference as far as uh, you know, thrust and and it, it seems like the uh, SpaceX Raptor is a little bit, a little bit more efficient, better. The RS twenty five has been around since nineteen eighty one. Really, has it been that long? Yeah, that was the first flight, nineteen eighty one. So it's been around longer than that, but the first flight and they both are, they're both a no. I take that back. I was gonna say they're both the a hydrogen. Uh, hydrazine mix but they're not the rs-25 is hydrazine whereas the uh spacex raptor is uh, uh liquid oxygen and methane liquid methane all right we are out of time this morning bruce so we are gonna have to jump out of here so i will see you later on this afternoon i think tavis is gonna be joining us today for a little bit but uh, i will see you later on this afternoon so thank you for sitting down this morning thank you to all the listeners for all these topics and more please check us out later on this afternoon and i hope everyone has a great morning